welcome everyone to this episode of Unraveling the Veil with your host, Yara Rose, from the YaraRose.com website. That's Y-A-R-A-R-O-S-E.com. I'm so excited to be back today. Before we get into what we're going to cover today, I did just want to quickly apologize to all of my faithful listeners for not having an episode released last month. If you follow my social media, you know that I had a weekend dedicated to putting that podcast together, and when it came time to record the podcast, I was not in the right vibrational frame of mind, and my goal with both the website, the blog, and my podcast is to help lighten the load for people, and when I'm in a frame of mind where I don't feel like the material that I put out there is going to live up to that expectation... I am not going to put it out there because there's enough heaviness in the air and vibrations around us already, and I don't want to add to that. So I'm sorry, and let's keep on moving forward with today's episode. Today we're going to talk about focus. We're going to first talk about being aware of where our focus is, and then hopefully shifting that focus from something that makes us feel bad or less good to something that makes us feel a little better. So it's been really interesting to me to see how somebody's focus can completely change their day or what they give their focus to. For instance, there's been a couple of times in the last couple of months where I'll be talking to someone and we'll be having a really good conversation and something will either come on the news or the radio or a video that we were going to watch together to explore the topic further, and their attention will be completely derailed. Like, whatever was on that commercial, whatever was on that external thing, completely changed everything about them. It changed the vibration that they were at. It changed their mind frame. And then you can see how that topic that was so loving and connecting, they completely turned away from it. They completely pivoted 180 degrees on the other side that quick. And it doesn't take long. It's crazy. There was a meditation that I wanted to share with someone that I do quite frequently and I just love it. It's from the YouTube videos that I have on my website as a recommendation. It just makes me feel so loved and happy and content and it really helps with my meditations. And I wanted to share it with him. But there happened to be a five-second advertisement at the beginning of that meditation that derailed him so bad that by the time the video started, there was no point in continuing because he was off on a tangent on whatever that advertisement was about. And there was no way to get that connection back. It was gone. The moment was lost. And I think this happens to us so many times that we don't realize. So I really wanted to bring... First, awareness to the fact that we need to pay a little more attention to when this happens or just like how how our energy shifts so easily from one thing to the other. And then what you can do with that is you can decide, am I going to let this external environmental factor control my day? Am I going to give power to that or am I going to stay seated in the seat of myself and choose differently for myself. I'm talking about a conscious decision to focus differently and not give that external condition power over you and then power over your day 
and then it just trickles down after that. I have an example of how this played out in my own life. Well, before I even get into that, I want to say that it may sound easy to do this. And that's one of the reoccurring themes that I keep hearing as well is, yeah, you talk about this Yara and you make it sound like it's so easy, but it's harder than you think. And I'll be honest, it is sometimes harder than you think. It's like breaking a habit. It can be very challenging, especially if you're still around the people that were participating with you in that particular habit, whatever that may be. You know, like maybe it's it's when you talked about the subject of a lake, you always bashed it because of the mosquitoes, because of the dangers of oh, whatever. And then if you get around that group of people and the subject of lake comes up and now you see it for the beauty that it represents and they start immediately talking about all of the things that you've talked about before it is going to challenge you. It just is because this is the pattern that you've developed with this group of people. So it takes a conscious decision on your part to step away from that and say, you know, that's how I used to see things, but my perspective has changed a little. And sometimes they will respect that. And the next time they'll be like, but, but this, 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 because they don't want to lose that that P, that connection that they had with you on this particular topic. And it kind of scares them sometimes that you're changing your belief on something that you had developed the strong in alignments agreement on, because then what else are you going to change? You know, it's just a trigger for them. So it isn't always easy. But if there's something I've learned on this whole discovery, this whole journey that I've been on is that my life wasn't easy when I was following these patterns. My life got very, very difficult when I was doing that. And I think it had to get to that difficult level because I wasn't willing to take the time to change those habits before it got to that critical level. If I had, I wouldn't have gotten so far down the negative rabbit hole. But because it was just easier to go along with these patterns, I did. and. I personally have decided that I feel better on this path that I'm on. I feel better being the private investigator of my own life rather than just being a participator. What that means is when something does trigger me and I don't know why it triggers me, I want to be curious about that because there's clearly a cycle that I've developed at some point in my life that's causing me to want to go this way and it's got negative emotions, negative feelings coming up and I don't I don't like those feelings. The easiest thing honestly would be just to go with the automatic cycle that's there and be done with it. But I know firsthand that that's not always the right thing to do because that just reinforces that negative pattern. So the next time a similar situation is going to come up, these same negative feelings are going to come up, the same pattern is going to come up, and I'm going to have to repeat the same cycle over and over and over again. So sometimes it's in my best interest to just sit there and feel that negativity for just a little bit and ask it, why am I feeling this? Where is this really coming from? This happened to me the other day. I 
had done my morning meditation. I felt really great. I was optimistic about the day and all the endless possibilities that were going to come up in my life. And I logged onto the computer and started my workday. And I had an email that set me off immediately. It was like happy-go-lucky to all of a sudden angry, upset, and ready for the day to be over already. And it was like, it was literally just a snap of my fingers and I had changed so fast. And at first I had started down the road of, oh, I can't believe this person sent me this. I can't believe they were so rude. How could they do that? What it was was an email where the individual had emailed it to me directly and then copied both of my superiors on it. And it was a request to get information and get something set up immediately and it had to be done with before the next day. And I was like, immediately these, these patterns ran through my head, right? Like that's so rude that you gave me such short notice. I can't believe you thought you had to copy my superiors. That makes me feel like you didn't think I was gonna be able to do it or I wasn't competent or you think I need a babysitter to do this project. And I just immediately had all of these excuses and reasons for why this person did what they had did. And I was so upset with them for how they handled it and I thought they could have handled it so much better. But I'm like, I don't know, it's an email. <laughs> why am I so upset over an email? So I took a couple of seconds, you know, and I, I grabbed a sheet of paper and I started writing down all of these thoughts all of the thoughts that were in my head currently, and then I started questioning them, you know, in being the investigator. I'm like, okay, you know, you feel upset because she copied these two people on there. Do you feel that your reason for being upset because I had, you know, she's babysitting me, she's holding me accountable, like she doesn't believe I can do it myself, she needs these people to hold me accountable, blah, 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 blah. I had all these things down, and I'm like, can you positively confirm that that actually is why they were copied on there. Well, no. Okay, then. How can you be upset about it if you can't positively confirm that? Is it possible that maybe the reason those two people were copied on this email is because they had a physical conversation about it previously during the day, and they knew that if they weren't copied on it, A, I would end up questioning them and asking them what to do, or maybe it was B, they just wanted to know that this process was being followed up on because they knew it was imperative that it get done soon. And they just wanted the heads up, hey, I sent the email, it's being worked on. There's so many other possibilities that it could have been that I'm like, I can't be upset over this excuse that my brain came up with because I don't know that that's legit. And then, you know, I just went down the line. Is this right? Do I, can I, can I be positive that this is why this happened? Well, no, I can't because there's all these other possibilities. I don't know. Okay. You know, I went down the line. I can't remember what the, the bottom reason was, but it wasn't anything that you would have thought it would have been why I was really, truly triggered by this thing. It was more of a being upset with myself for still being in the position that I'm even learning the tools that I'm learning. And then when I questioned how instead I could interpret and use the situation in a better way, I discovered that, you know, it has positive aspects. It helps me to further develop my personal skills with external suppliers. It helps me to be more organized. It helps me, you know, and I started focusing on all the positive things that I could use from this situation. And I started feeling so much better and I immediately got on the task and I got it done within an hour and a half or so. 
And then it was done. And then I was back to, wow, that's amazing. Like I did it. It's over. And now my day is still full of opportunities. What other type of opportunity is out there? Who knows, right? It's unlimited. I never would have expected this to happen. And it ended up really nice. It ended up helping me. This email that I thought was so terrible helped me to discover another pattern that I had, another limiting belief that was at the bottom of something that was irritating me. It helped me to create new pathways that I can follow the next time something like this happens. And it gave me the opportunity to work on my interpersonal skills and to respond politely and nicely and in a timely fashion. So many things came out of this one email that were good that I wouldn't have had if I had followed the automatic path. And I promise you, because I've done that before, I've done the automatic anger, resentment, whatever, just get it done with, get it done with, and be ornery the rest of the day. I've done that, and it ruins your day because now your vibration is lower. You're coming from this place of anger, so then all you can attract in and let in is the angry stuff, and then it just it ruins your day. Whereas I used it as an opportunity to, to grow and continue to improve and work on myself. And I felt great. And I, my day was wonderful. It's that type of focus that I'm talking about today. It's first, it's acknowledging that something in your external environment has triggered you to change your focus slightly from where you were focusing it before. And does that change improve your mood? not that is something we want to pay attention to because you don't want to let external things decide what's happening in your day you do not want to play the victim in life you want to be the creator you want to be a deliberate creator and part of that is deliberately choosing where you're going to put and expend your energy so those were my examples from my personal life recently but I also wanted today to talk about my perspective of a song that curiously found its way onto my playlist on YouTube. And I say curiously because it doesn't really fit with the genre or artist that I was listening to, but somehow there it is. And I really like it. And I thought about it one day, how strange it was that I kept playing and it started making me wonder if maybe I am supposed to really truly listen to this song and see how it makes me feel and see what I can gain from it because sometimes my spirit guides send me things randomly that they want me to pay attention to because they mean and have greater meaning in my own personal life and this song is really quite amazing. It has so much to it that I can see. And maybe I'm overanalyzing. I don't know. But I thought it would be really important today to share it on this topic of focusing. So the song is Pink and Nate Roos's song, Just Give Me a Reason. I love it. It's a great song. And I keep coming back to the focus part of it. Before I start saying my perspective on it. I do want to say that there are multiple different perspectives that you can take on it. And every song, every book, every movie, every piece of creative art out there 
is going to touch everybody differently because we all have our own interpretation of the world based on our own experiences and, and things. So this is just how I think about it. And there's two different big pieces that I have. And one goes relatively deep, but I, I really just want to share all of it today. And then we can unpack some of it. And some of it's probably more of a topic for a different time because it goes relatively deep. But I still feel intuitively like it's meant to be brought up here. So here we go. When I think of this song, I keep coming back to the focus part of it. Part of me is drawn to the fact that at the beginning, the lady in the song is clearly feeling very vulnerable because she's given this guy so much of herself and really has shared her deepest secrets. I keep wondering if maybe the reason that this issue is coming up is because she's unconsciously trying to drive away this person by focusing on something as seeming, seemingly insignificant as how much space is between them while they sleep and the noises that this person is making while they're sleeping. And I almost feel like there's a possibility that on the foundational level, this lady has a foundational belief that someone is incapable of loving her for herself and for her flaws and all. And because she has expressed so much to this man and given him so much, that belief is kicking in that she needs to push him away because she's feeling vulnerable and because he's just going to hurt her anyways because she's unlovable and she's got this foundational belief that she's unlovable. And the song really touches me that way because it leads me into how many of our foundational beliefs are directing the course of our lives and can sabotage us from achieving what we really want. And there's so many people, myself included, like I'm still finding new foundational beliefs that are preventing me from achieving some of those goals that have been my dream since childhood. And I get frustrated with myself because I feel like I should have already gotten there. And why? what's holding me back? Why am I still struggling to accomplish this thing? And it's because somewhere I still have a hidden limiting belief that is preventing me from moving forward. I get so far forward, but then when it gets to that belief system, I end up back into another circle that keeps me from moving any further past this point of no return. And I feel like there are so many people in life that are unhappy and they're unhappy because they want to achieve A, B, and C, but they can't achieve those and they don't know why they can't achieve those. And they're focused on the fact that they haven't achieved them and what's wrong with them that they haven't achieved them is actually causing them to be further and further away from achieving them. And part of the reason that they haven't been able to achieve them is because they have so many of these unconscious beliefs and they are consciously focusing on the, the cause and the reasons that they haven't achieved them. And it's putting them this negative disconnected cycle and they're lost and they feel broken, but they're not broken. I would like to note that no one is broken on this earth. We just feel broken and they don't know what to do. And I can tell you that this happens because I was there. I have been there. I still have limiting beliefs. It's a process. 
I'm not saying that you have to go and dig for all of your beliefs and what ones are holding you back and what ones aren't and you have to do work to get rid of them because I promise you as you go through life, you can start right here today and just go through life choosing to focus more consciously, choosing to be more aware, always seeking relief in your feelings. I think we talked about emotions on the last one and how you want to be where you are because that is where you are and you can't go from where you are to instant happiness if you're not happy or if you're not close to happy, if you're not positive or I don't have the list in front of me, but there's several different emotional grids and you can't just jump from unhappy to glorious and blissful. It's not possible, but you can inch your way forward from being unhappy to maybe not necessarily unhappy, but discontent. And then from discontent to maybe feeling neutral. And then from neutral to optimistic. From optimistic to, um, let's see, hopeful maybe. Hopefully optimistic. Or vice versa. And just climb your way up. And that's the same way with these beliefs. As you're intentionally going through life and you're more awakened and you're more observing of what's causing you to feel certain ways and then you investigate what that is, you'll find the beliefs. They're there for you if you choose to look for them or if you choose to dig into how you're responding to certain situations and then just slowly release them as you want. You know, you don't have to do a whole bunch at, time, at once, you know, just take your time. Give yourself self-love on this process. Forgive yourself for accumulating these, for believing them. It does no good to beat yourself up for it. You were young when they developed them. Some of them you inherited. Some of them you don't even know you had. Just please extend yourself self-love as you're clearing them out. It's so important and vital to love yourself and forgive yourself for things that you've accumulated and that have been unconsciously controlling your life because if you're like me you had no idea that this was even happening you didn't even know this was possible so as you start uncovering them just give yourself love because you've been working through life with these things that are holding you back and you need love that's what you need anyway sorry I went off on a tangent there but I, I am very passionate about extending yourself love and, and forgiveness I feel like that's like the most important thing that you can do for yourself, even more important than clearing these old things out because that is all there is. Unconditional love is all there is. So once you start and learn how to unconditionally love yourself, then you're better able to unconditionally love others. Anyways, on the other hand, when I listen to the song and I think about what it's saying, I get this simpler feeling that it's two people in a relationship and one starts feeling the disconnection between them. And as they focus on this disconnection, as they start noticing more and more often that the sheets between them, the space between them is getting bigger. And there, as they focus on it, this problem becomes bigger. And at some point along the way, they bravely, and I am so proud of this girl in this fictitious song, <laughs> they bravely decide to open up the lines of communication. And that is so important. And I honestly don't feel like enough people take that step. I feel like 
Sometimes they're too scared of what they're going to find. So the safer route is to just let this problem get bigger and bigger and bigger and say, I'm done. I'm protecting myself. I'm stepping out of this relationship. I'm done. It hurts too much. I'm not. I just feel like you're telling me on an unconscious level that you don't like me and that this is over and I don't want to have that conversation because I'm scared of what type of things you'll say to me that will hurt me even more than me just being the person that steps out first. So first off, kudos for this couple for recognizing that they have a problem or at least the girl for recognizing that she's got a problem somewhere along the way, whether it's an unconscious limiting belief or just something that she's feeling anyways. I don't know if it's the combination between two of them, but whatever. So they have this conversation where it's established that the girl feels this way and the guy has no clue that she feels that way. And they have these open communications where he can say how he feels about it. She says how they feel about it. And together they, they can, they admit that they still love each other and that they still want to work together and they can be together again. And they just need one reason to believe in that connection and that that connection is still there. And that's a powerful message for all of us today too, is that if there is a problem in any of our relationships and maybe it's just a problem in our own mind, maybe the other person doesn't even know it's a problem. As in this case, this gentleman didn't have any idea that this girl was feeling this way. And I really know, I know that it can be very difficult to bring up a problem to someone and ask them to be honest and open about how they feel and feel open and honest about what you say and have a genuine conversation where you don't have your guard up. You're not going to take offense at the first thing that's said, but where you genuinely hear each other out and discuss it and agree to work together on resolution for it. It's so important to take the time to safely hear each other and why they feel and hear why they feel that. Maybe there was some validation that this girl was seeking just because she had put so much on the line and all he needed to do was affirm to her in a way that speaks to her love language. Connection is so important. I've talked about connection in so many blogs. I cannot express enough how important connection is in our lives and how with connection with our higher selves, with connection with our higher source, whatever that is, and with connection with each other, that's where the love is. And that's where the unconditional acceptance and love and, and living and let live, that's where that truly happens. Once you have that, it's easier to love someone, anyone, everyone, really regardless of their beliefs and their actions. And it's very rare in this world because we are taught at such a young age to behave a certain way to make our teachers and our parents and our community happy. We're taught that love, praise, etc. is conditional on how we act and show up in the world. And we could all benefit so much from spreading the message of unconditional love and openness and acceptance. Could you just imagine how much different you would feel if you knew that every single person in this world loved you and it didn't matter if your home was beautiful, if you looked a certain way. Could you imagine how 
powerful and amazing this world is and would be to you if we all had this open connection, this unconditional love for everyone, and we truly lived and let live. We didn't have these expectations that people have to dress, behave, act, look, create, all a certain way. This world is so much more beautiful because of the differences in it. It's so much more beautiful because of the different ways that people create. Like this song, for instance. These two people got together, made a song that is gorgeous, and it has so much depth to it and so much beauty in it. And it can touch people so much differently depending on the person and where they've been and what they've done. And that's so beautiful. It's beautiful that we have people that can write books that take us to new levels of understanding ourselves, understanding the world, or allow us the opportunity to use our imagination to see these things in a different way and through someone else's eyes and arts the same way, movies are the same way, games are the same way. Our world is more vibrant, beautiful, and wonderful because of these differences. My hope for people on this world is that they learn to love themselves unconditionally, that they learn what connection with their higher selves and their higher source feels like, and they embrace that, and they live by that. And as they start to do that, they will find that they are able to love other people more than they have ever loved them before. And it doesn't matter what color they are. It doesn't matter their age. It doesn't matter what they wear. It doesn't matter what their job is. It doesn't matter what kind of creation they create. They are loved irregardless. They are loved because they're unique. They are loved because they are part of this world, creating it, this beautiful masterpiece that wouldn't be as great without them and their contributions. That's my hope for the world. And I honestly believe that's why I'm here, is to help people awaken to who they truly are, how powerful they can be, and how wonderful of a world they can create for themselves if they should desire. I hope you enjoyed learning about focus today. I feel like we could unpack that first version more at a different time, but this message today feels like it is powerful and great and wonderful just as it is. So thank you for joining me on this episode of Unraveling the Veil with all of my love, Yara Rose.